healing from addictive behaviors. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I am Stephanie, a mother of three, wife, and avid mountain climber. Beyond all of these, I am very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing to you Jillian Miner. Jillian is a wife, a mama, an athlete, and entrepreneur. She can appreciate the relationship between the balancing act we call life and the stress management that often takes a backseat to our everyday needs. She enjoys helping people find the answer to the question, how am I supposed to take a self-care break when I myself am the caregiver? As a health coach and nutritional consultant, Jillian supports those to create the habits to make a lifestyle change, to embrace one's personal wellness, and to find health in everybody, in particularly health at a cellular level. Hello, 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 and welcome, Jillian, to the Intimacy Truths Podcast. Hello. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have this conversation about healing from addictive behaviors. So please share with us how this journey started for you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I'm so excited to be here with you virtually, of course, on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. And I don't know about you or anyone else listening in, but caffeine, right? That's Mm -hmm. been my drug of choice for so long. It's so good. Every form of it, really. Not just coffee, which is my favorite. Chocolate, too. Mm. I was... I don't know how many years ago, over 10 years ago, I was traveling with my sister and it was early. You know how you get on that flight and it's an early morning flight and it's like ridiculously early and you haven't had time to have your morning routine. It's like, why do I even book those flights? It's just stressful in all ways. And I'm sitting on the plane and I hadn't had my caffeine. I don't think I had had anything, including water. And I'm sitting, it wasn't a full flight. And I'm sitting with my head on the head on the seat in front of me. And we have an empty seat between us and my sister's like waving people on like, don't, don't, you don't want to sit with us. And I get up even before we've taken off and I vomit in the restroom on the flight. Oh no. And it was because of my addiction to caffeine and my lack of knowledge and the fact that my body needed a lot more nutrient than it was getting. even in the morning, even the night before in order to prep for such an early morning activity. And that was kind of like, oh, this is not just embarrassing. I don't know if anyone's thrown on a flight. Everybody knew. The pilot, the flight attendant, everyone knew. But um, because it was the front toilet, like that was the front. Anyway, it was great. Everyone's listening to your noises. Oh God, it was (laughs) amazing. And it was early in the morning. But I was like, this is ridiculous. Why do I feel this way? I shouldn't have to be um, dependent on this substance so I don't feel this way in the morning. Like I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's really what started me and my personal journey of gaining better knowledge of health and becoming a nutritionist and a health coach. So I could help other people feel well and take control of their addiction of overcoming their addictions. Yes, for sure. I've been on this healing journey too. Actually, our healing journey started when my, uh, 
middle son, so my middle child, he was, well, uh, it, the healing journey didn't start until he was like two and a half, but he was born um, fine, healthy, whole works, eight weeks old, got hospitalized. And then every winter thereafter, got hospitalized. This is our, we actually just made it a year in March of no oh hospitalization. God. It's the first time in his entire life that he hasn't been hospitalized in the winter. It's amazing. It is. And it's so incredible what um, it, the proper nutrients and understanding your body and how your body works is real. It's very empowering and powerful. Um, hmm. He, he was initially sick with uh, RSV and mm -hmm. which is a respiratory infection for anyone who doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And then the next year it was like vomiting and diarrhea and we, we managed it for about a week and then he couldn't handle that. And then we had to go to the hospital for that. And the next year was, uh, pneumonia. And then last year was RSV again. And so it was just like back to back to back needing oxygen in order to survive, oh needing IV fluids in order to survive. And, and, and if anyone's watching or listening and is like, wow, I get that. Like I was, I've been there watching your kid be needing these, you know, if not, if we didn't have these advancements in our society, mm -hmm. like Mike, son would have died a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And that is a very scary thing as a parent. And then when he, they started trying to get us to put him on, he needed a nebulizer for the last two years, not this year, two years prior to, um, he was getting these like, uh, not adrenaline, these, um, steroid shots. It's basically mm -hmm. like a drink they put in their mouth and that helps with the airways opening up and, because the nab wasn't doing the job and he needed it three, four times last winter. And finally they were like, we can't keep giving this to him. Oh it's not God. good for his body. So he needs to be on a regular steroid and all these things. And I'm just like, there is no way I'm making my kid live with this for the rest of his life. And the one thing that significantly impact our journey was a food sensitivity test. <laughs> this kid's been sensitive to gluten. He's highly sensitive to gluten and whole wheat, which is gluten. And, um, egg whites and peanuts, and then moderately sensitive to uh, pumpkin randomly. And he's just kid's been having peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for like, since he was six months old and egg, eggs for like breakfast, right? Like those are the things you're supposed to eat, right? Those are the healthy things we're all supposed to eat in our diet. And mm -hmm. so it just, it feels incredibly, um, I'm kind of taken over here, but That's it okay. feels incredibly disconnecting and incredibly, like you feel like you've been lied to as a parent of like, why didn't I know this stuff beforehand? Why isn't this stuff regularly talked about bef before even having the baby? You know, hopefully you might learn it before even getting pregnant and getting yourself on track so that your body is healing and in alignment. Uh, so anyway, because it's not the norm. It's not what's taught our, yeah. for our medical prof professionals. Yes. Intervention was so important in this circumstance and many other circumstances, mm. but nutrition isn't a big one. I think most medical doctors get a semester's worth of nutrition, nutrition in school wow. in all of their years of schooling. And it's, it's, there's a huge disconnect. So professionals mm. like myself, professionals like you, Stephanie, who are just bringing awareness to prevention and whole holistic care, lifestyle care, that it's our job to help other moms and dads like you and like me to help other people heal and feel better yeah, for sure. Seriously. And then to even, once you start to figure out, okay, well, I can't eat these foods. You have the whole mindset of like, I can't eat that food. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, it's not that I can't, it's that I won't, or I don't want to, because my body is hurt by it. Like my oldest everyone eats gluten and dairy at school and blah, blah. And it's like, well, that doesn't, it doesn't hurt their body. It hurts our body. I kind of try to get her to be like, 
don't tell everyone that they're not eating healthy because you're going to make me look bad as a parent. Like, cause that's yeah. not what we're talking about. However, here. they aren't necessarily <laughs> eating, you know, gluten and dairy are inflammatory yeah. foods. That's just yeah. what it is. And other, some people can process them. They can right. use them as fuel. They can move them out of their system. Not necessarily. Well, I think everybody's a little sick and addicted, addicted to the sugar that is yeah. gluten and dairy, right? Like that was my other addiction, which was sugar is yeah. is sugar I don't know potato <laughs> tomato but yeah. right like you just don't know the kids don't know this is, our society doesn't know that we need to clean it up clean it up for our not just our generation but for future generations yeah. and it takes education to do that it takes it's time interesting to do it. when you when you go to a uh, grocery store now and you realize that you're there's like more than half the store like 90 percent of the store is not something that will ever come home with us anymore yeah. uh, and that's an incredible thing and now we're looking really paint we cut out more than just gluten and whole wheat and peanuts we cut out refined sugar and high fructose corn syrup and uh, vinegar and all these other things we're even paying attention to like the glycemic index and if people are like what, are, what does all this mean it's like talk to somebody, talk to Jillian about yeah. it. And she will very easily be able to educate you. Cause once you really get to understanding all of it in your body and how the inner workings, um, happen, you'll be able mm -hmm. to heal yourself from your old addictions. And, and really the, I'm getting a little bit into the mental health stuff here, but Do addiction it. is, is, uh, really just not knowing, like having old behavior patterns that you don't realize are a behavior pattern that you're stuck in that was taught to you at a very young age by a society who didn't know better when they were teaching. Right. So it's our responsibility mm -hmm. to educate ourselves and make those better choices. It's not necessarily even taught it's ingrained in our DNA. Have you ever heard Stephanie? Oh, it runs in my family. It's mm -hmm. genetic. Well, honey, maybe that's part of the problem. No one is running in your family, right? No, <laughs> everyone has been eating this way in your family generations back. And that's not necessarily the healthy, sustainable way. Like we're about adding life back to your years, finding mm -hmm. the optimal health, whatever that health looks like to you, because your body is so different than everybody else's body. And it is custom, right? It has your diet, your lifestyle. It's not a diet. It is a lifestyle. These lifestyle changes, not that you're, you can't eat these foods anymore. It's you don't want to eat them because yeah. you know how they make you feel. You know how they are killing you slowly mm -hmm. over time. Let food be thy medicine. And if you don't, it's going to be poison. Yes, so it is exactly. Just, it's just learning what your body, your metabolism, your mind, body, spirit connection really needs to help find that health and overcome yeah. it. And to, so I speak to a little bit about, um, I know for myself, when I started this journey, it was like, I, I was debilitated because I felt like every decision I would make was wrong. And and in, even now recently with like the heart condition, sometimes it's like, well, you're not drinking enough water. Um, I have this gallon water bottle that I drink <laughs> every single day while well, you're drinking too much water. And it's like freaking make up your mind already. Like, which one are you talking about? So speak a little bit to, um, yes. that process of feeling like you're always making the wrong decision or feeling like you're never doing good enough. There's so much to compare yourself to. There's so many experts out there. There's so much information overload that we experience mm -hmm. all day, every day. And the reality is back to your body is so different than everybody else's body out there. And you need to go on your feeling. Have you ever heard of go with your gut feeling? There's <laughs> neurotransmitters in your gut. You're laughing because you know, know. right? <laughs> you yeah. need that brain gut connection and you really need to go with it. If some, if you eat something and then you feel 
feel like crap afterward, well, maybe what you ate wasn't so great for you. If you feel like you're peeing every five minutes, maybe you're drinking too much water or maybe you're drinking the wrong kind of water, which is where you talk to a health professional or professional like myself or like Stephanie to help you get there. But you're doing something. By you taking the initiative, by you wanting to feel better, that's the first step, right? By acknowledging that you need to change and then by doing something, whatever it is that you're doing, there's so many trends and fads out there. It's just that you need to know that if it doesn't feel sustainable, it's probably not. If you can't eat like this for the rest of your life, then you pro- it's probably not the right program for you because it's not necessarily a program. Like I said, it's a lifestyle. You have mm-hmm. to eat well forever <laughs> to carry it to the next generation. So for, for instance, for me, I want to be able to get on the floor when I'm older and get back up off of the floor without grunting or needing help or anything intentionally, right? Intentional movement. So you need to check in with yourself on your goals. And I love to work with a vision statement, which is today is April 28th, 2022. And I feel amazing because I've done all this work because I've had all these people helping me. I, I've come on this journey and today I feel so good because of what I've been doing. And then we can work on an action plan to get you there. Right. Right. It is yourself. It is about who you are and, and what your body needs. And maybe right now you pick like a healthy eating plan, but eventually there might be some improvement on that in generation after generation and empowering each generation to take back that power and, and embrace who they are and learn what works for them instead of like, you have to do it this way because that's how I did it. Or that's how grandma did it. Right. Right. And the other thing, so like something right now that you can practice is drink more water. Right. (laughs) and not if you're drinking right right breathing right and I say track what's going in your mouth that's the if you want to get started on any kind of change we need to know what you're actually doing Mm. then you can say oh what's up with my stuffy nose this morning or or why am I so bloated? It's like, well, I had all that pasta last night. I don't know if it was pasta could give me a sinus infection, like symptoms, you know? So it's just really paying attention to what's going into your body. It's starting at the fork, nutritionist, right? I like to start there. And in order to change or to select the right meal plan for you, you, you need to know what's going on and you can't, there's nothing, no lying or sneaking or treating about it. It just, you just need to know, we need right. to see what's going in there so we can measure it and monitor it. And then we can adjust it. Yes. And that brings me back to what I was thinking is, uh, recently I was having a conversation. I forget who it was. Um, and we were talking about your body being similar to a car. And oftentimes in my work, I'll talk about how, uh, you know, if you need an operating manual, how to fix your car, you can go to AutoZone and get a nuts to bolts operation manual on how to fix it and what's uh, where all the parts go and all that other stuff. You can't do that. You can't just Google uh, <laughs> Stephanie Sylvia Costello brain manual, operating manual, right? Like you have to figure that out for yourself. Nobody else can tell you that. And even though we have all these different processes that we can, is somewhat applicable to people in general, we try to do our best. Like my, my 12 week program, I try to do my best to make it so that each thing that is being learned can be applied to anyone and they can take it and make their own choices and be empowered to make their own decisions. And so, um, 
we're so used to in society to pressing on the gas pedal and not and forgetting about the brake. Like we don't know what the brake is. Brake, what's that, right? And then <laughs> and then like for our car, we know when we press on the gas pedal, the gas goes into the engine. And some people might know that the oil mixes with the pistons to do all of the work that the engine needs to do, right? Well, if you don't know that about your own brain and your own body, then there's that strong disconnect between being able to actually make educated, specific, determined choices that you want to make versus being an autopilot. Um, right. So I feel like the, the healing of the gut that you were talking about earlier and the bringing in the healing from addictive behaviors, mm-hmm. um, it's important not to be... Uh, blaming yourself or judging yourself or comparing like you were saying earlier comparing yourself to others because you are you and you are special just the way you are it's just picking up one step at a time micro action macro results like what small Mm. step can you take right now that can get you to that next step of the future health that you're craving to set up for yourself and your family right you did it and I said it start writing it down start tracking it yeah and you can figure out everything you need to do you had another really good point but I've lost it as well <laughs> shoot I'm listen. we're listening too well that's what happens yeah. when you when you want to contribute to the conversation but you don't and it leaves your head because you're listening you're a good listener right? yes uh oh it was I guess this was it not really my daughter my three-year-old daughter we were in the car and she couldn't stay at grandma's because I said grandma needs a break and she goes what's a break and I said, oh my God. I looked over at my husband. I'm like, <laughs> so, so I was like a break. I said, a break. It's like a rest. That's what I said. Right. I said, it's a rest when you need to take a rest or she goes, oh, okay. I said, or it's when you have a big stick and you break it in half for the neighbor dog. And now you have two sticks, but you broke it. So there's a break. I don't know. I was trying to explain this to a three-year-old, like trying to search my Webster Miriam dictionary brain. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and I was like, what the heck is a break? What does a break mean to a child? Yeah. And it's the same thing with healing of your gut and with your son, you said, he doesn't know. He doesn't know why he feels so crappy. He can't track everything. It's like our responsibility to literally carry, carry it to the next generation to help them heal, to help them appreciate food. Because I'm not saying food should be dull. Oh my God. We eat so much food. Mm. I love food. We, Mm. it's just so important to, to love what you're eating and to, to educate your, the young ones and the people who need it, the older ones on why it is medicine, why it can be toxic and that you do need a break from yeah. certain things. So your gut can heal. Yeah. So you can enjoy the treats. Cause it's not cheating. It's a treat, right? Not to compare yourself, but so you can enjoy all those things that taste the best might not treat you the best, yeah. but you still can get through them without causing major suffering and potentially death. You're going to laugh at this story when I, so we talk about eating from the rainbow in our family. Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. in the fridge that you can eat from the rainbow. And my, my daughter will like take peppers and just eat them like they're apples. So and, and I'll just crack cucumbers in half and hand them each a piece. And my family's like, why are they eating whole cucumbers? Right. Yeah. I've worked yeah. really hard for them to eat that freaking whole so cucumber. Delicious. So shut your mouth. <laughs> you, you should Strength, eat them too. Right. And you yeah. don't need any dipping, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so full of water. It's hydrating. Yeah. It tastes good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so my daughter, she's going to kindergarten. This is last oh. year. She goes to kindergarten talking about mommy eats from the rainbow. And then she comes home and she's like, mommy, your favorite food is Skittles. <laughs> 
Oh my God. It's like society. What are you doing? Today? Yeah. It's the, and talk about like children's food, chil- yeah. like labels on children's food. Oh God. It gets me so mad. Do we have time to talk about no, Absolutely. <laughs> that like it's where they're pushing their marketing right towards children. to children and how to eat c- continue to be addicted to sugar right yeah. yeah and stay fat stay fat and sick like that's what our society is about and it's not everyone in our society obviously but and that's why we do why yeah, well, we are the professionals and what we do it's because we need to help educate the fact that nothing in the and the children's aisle is healthy or good for them. Yeah. Like we were just, we were just grocery shopping <laughs> before this actually. And yeah. uh, the frosted flakes and fruit loops was on the end cap. And my, my son goes tiger. I'm like, yep, tiger. And you'll never know what those taste like. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Like my kids, she doesn't know what that tastes like, yeah. but I mean, and it's like, it's just so, I feel so bad. I feel like not so bad. I feel like I have a responsibility because yeah. I am aware I am aware of how people, why people feel how they're feeling. Like I can, right. I can figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. I, but I ask a million questions and that's what helps me figure it out. But right. they're like, oh, why is this happening? It's like, well, hang on, hang on a second. It's not right. happening to you. You are making it happen. You're choosing like, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's take control of it, of your health, of the, the addiction, because that's a, it's a, um, there's a lot of stigma around that word, but right. it's true. Like, I think your brain reacts to sugar, like 10 times more addictive than it does to heroin is it? Yeah, is that same the thing with um, sex when and during the honeymoon mm-hmm. phase. Sex, if you take brain scans of your your a brain during mm-hmm. intercourse, uh, and you do during heroin, it's the same. Yeah, so it's incredible, right? It's, right? it's that like the the um, it's the oh my god, the brain chemistry and how the brain chemistry works and that how easy it is to become addicted to certain behaviors that right. we are trying to. And then, and so that's what I was going to say, as you were talking, I was thinking, mm-hmm. get uncomfortable or get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? right? Because that's where the growth really happens. That's where no, no success happened just by like flying high <laughs> in the sky with all these bright rainbow colors and everything, right? Yeah. Like that success yeah. is hard sometimes. And Pain is inevitable. Suffering is an option, right? Like that success when it is, when you're really struggling with it to get to that goal of what you want, that healthy eating or that healthy mindset, and you're fighting that old behavior patterns and that old mindset that you're like, that no longer is serving me. That journey right there is an ebb and flow and giving yourself Mm -hmm. grace to get through it and giving yourself the opportunity to recognize like I am genuinely healing my body right now. My body doesn't know what to do without sugar and it's learning how to do without sugar now. It's learning to go back to its normal state so being gentle being gentle with yourself taking the time it's not an overnight thing nothing is an overnight fix change slow change happens for the better right and it's like when people that's not what society is or or says right now it's like oh what's the quick fix like everybody has instant gratification which is another addiction yeah right artificial intimacy right exactly which is why we're here look at that full circle with love love it we came first circle there perfect excellent we planned that right yeah exactly it's true it's just being gentle and understanding it all and realizing that like you don't have to do it by yourself even though we all know what we need to do eat healthy lose the weight more but you don't have to do that by yourself that's why we that's when we come in really exactly thank you so much for your wisdom and sharing (laughs) us uh with your all of your awesomeness my pleasure you too yeah thank you (laughs) and if uh if you want to find jillian jillian where can we find you what's your website 
Uh, email and phone is best. You can okay. find me on Facebook, Jillian okay. Minor Wellness on Facebook or cool. Instagram because yes. everybody loves to be on social media. Insta lie and Facebook. Yeah, uh, Jillian Minor <laughs> Wellness at Gmail works great. Perfect. And I'd love to, I'd love to meet you for sure. Yes. All right.